0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge. Weekdays, twelve thirty to three, seven seventy. CHQR.
1: We might not have noticed the news yesterday, or if you did, maybe you hoped it was an April Fool's joke. It was not. The federal excise tax on alcohol increased by 1.5% yesterday and will continue to rise each year based on the rate of inflation. So there's a built-in tax increase every year, so-called escalator tax. This was announced in the budget last year. There's been a real pushback against this. Beer Canada, one of the groups that's been uh, urging the federal government to put an end to this, so too is the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. In their campaign, No Escalator Tax.ca, Aaron Woodrick, Federal Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, joins us. Aaron, uh, welcome to the program.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Rob.
1: Right, well, explain how, how this all works, first of all.
0: Well, it's actually a very unique feature, Rob. It's not just any old tax hike. As you say, they introduced this last year in the budget in 2017. It's an automatic escalator, which means it goes up automatically every year on April 1st by the rate of inflation. Um, it never has to be announced again by the government. It doesn't have to appear in the budgets as a new increase. And that, to us, is the real sinister thing here. It's a very bad precedent. We feel pretty strongly that if politicians want to raise taxes, they should be transparent about it. They should go before the people and say, you know, we're going to raise your taxes and take the heat for it. By doing what they've done, they essentially get to increase taxes every year without ever having to announce it again. Uh, And our big fear is that they're going to uh, think about extending this to other types of tax, such as gasoline taxes, uh, even income taxes or sales taxes, which would be very troubling indeed.
1: Right. So, yeah, people might be confused by this. Typically, the, the way it works, as you say, um, governments want to bring in a tax increase. They, they propose it in the budget. Uh, you know, we can debate it. It has to, to pass through the legislature or parliament. And it's it's transparent. But this allows governments to essentially make it automatic that a tax goes up every year.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a very important principle we can't lose sight of. Uh, really, the only protection that any taxpayer has against perpetual increases is politicians fearing that there will be public backlash. So if you even take away that mechanism, you take away the ability for people to judge politicians and hold them accountable for every individual tax hike, um, you run this risk that they're going to say, hey, this is a great idea. Let's just stick these escalators on every tax and we can wash our hands of it and the money will roll in and we'll never have to take the blame for it. So that's our that's our real fear here. Um, and, you know, the, the actual cost of these h- hikes this year, you know, it's only a nickel and a case of beer. So it's more the principle and I think the danger uh, that this could spread to other forms of tax.
1: What about the argument, though, that these things need to be linked to inflation? Otherwise, um, maybe people won't notice them enough or whatever the, the rationale is.
0: Well, look, if they want to increase it by the rate of inflation each year, there's nothing stopping them from doing it, but they should come out and say it. Uh, what they've tried to do here is frame tax hikes as essentially some sort of objective, immutable law of nature, when, of course, tax hikes are a political choice. They are conscious political decisions. Some politicians promise to raise them, some promise to cut them. Uh, but people should be able to judge for themselves rather than have to guess or, or go unawares and not, not understand why the price of something they're buying is going up. Right.
1: Because I guess if, if the taxes are intended to be noticeable, that's more of a, a social argument that the government's trying to discourage consumption. But it, it seems that this is more about, about revenue. Is that, is that your sense?
0: Yeah, I I think so. I mean, uh, speaking of the cost of, you know, you're talking about sin taxes, of course. I mean, the governments want to discourage certain activities, you know, cigarettes and and forthcoming marijuana use are a couple other examples by having high taxes. Uh, You know, more than half the cost of of your beer in some provinces is already taxed for spirits can be up as high as 80 percent is different types of tax, federal, provincial, excise, sales tax. Uh, So it's not as if uh, taxpayers are already getting an easy ride when it comes to paying for these products.
1: Right. Well, and I suppose we 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 see that to some extent, too, don't we, in Alberta and B.C. with, with carbon taxes, that there were some, some built-in increases included there. We had, in fact, B.C.'s carbon tax just went up yesterday, too, I believe.
0: Yes, they did. I mean, I know folks certainly in the lower mainland of B.C. are paying through the nose for uh, for gas. I mean, you're looking at prices of $1.50, $1.60 in some places. That is pretty steep, and, and people should remember, we are nowhere near... Uh, the levels that uh, you know the government itself, their own department reports say, to actually meet our Paris commitments, we're going to need to go up to two or three hundred dollars a ton uh, of carbon tax, and and right now we're just flirting with ten, twenty, thirty dollars a ton. So gas is about to get very expensive if governments actually are willing to do uh, what they they their own departments say they need to do in order to uh, reduce emissions.
1: Yeah, it's was funny, wasn't it? By the way, because I, I saw the quote from BC's premier yesterday saying, yeah, you know, people won't really mind paying this when just a couple of weeks. Ago, he was saying, you know, I, gas prices are so high. I, I think the federal government needs to look into this problem.
0: No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I look. I think some politicians on this file are talking out of both sides of their mouth. Yes, Canadians care about climate change. Of course, most Canadians do. Uh, the problem is, it's easy to say that. It's a lot harder when you're staring down at the possibility of, you know, paying having to pay two or three hundred bucks to fill up your car. Um, that's that's a little bit uh, higher hill to climb for most Canadians.
1: Yeah, and I think there, there's more of a backlash to that. But as it goes back to alcohol taxes or the so-called sin taxes. I mean, those have been an easy target for governments for for years, haven't they?
0: They have. And I think, you know, we may reach a breaking point. Again, it's also the principle here. And the the other sort of factor uh, is they're cutting taxes south of the border. So, you know, there are a lot of folks, uh, a lot of Canadians live close to the border. They can just hop across the border and save half or more buying beer, wine, or spirits, that's very bad for local producers, local retailers, and I think that's something the government needs to bear in mind.
1: Right, and I mean, we, we should keep that in mind, as much as there's a, a social responsibility component to what the federal government does on these these issues. There are a lot of jobs uh, that are, you know, related to, to this industry, and uh, there's a lot of concern in the industry right now.
0: Well, absolutely. And, and if the end game is, in fact, revenue, you're losing all that revenue, right? If uh, people are not actually buying their alcohol in Canada, if they're going across the border, you're not going to see that revenue at all. So it does somewhat defeat the purpose. If you raise taxes too high and push people into an alternative mar- market or with other commodities into the black market, uh, you lose the revenue as well. So it is sort of a lose-lose situation.
1: Indeed it is. Well, again, noescalatortax.ca, uh, much more there. Aaron, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate this.
0: Yeah, thanks for having
1: me. All right, take care. Aaron Woodruff, Federal Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Noescalatortax.ca is the website for their campaign against this. Uh, the to build in automatic increases on, on any tax just doesn't seem right. If you want to increase the tax this year, bring it in, pass the budget, defend it. If you feel it needs to happen again next year, we'll do the same again next year. So I, I think regardless how you feel about taxes on alcohol or taxes on, on carbon or whatever the individual debate is, it's kind of that principle when it comes to tax increases, that if you're a government that believes a certain tax needs to go up or down, for that matter, uh, then make the case for that and present it in in legislation, present it in your budget and defend it and pass it and then do it again next year if you think it needs to happen again next year. So I I, I think there's something to that. Anyway, so that tax went up 1.5% yesterday. We'll do so again next year and the year after that, year after that. Yeah, regarding uh, the carbon tax in B.C., and and I thought that was hugely ironic. John Horgan, who was the premier of B.C., really, as uh, Aaron Woodruff says, talking out of both sides of his mouth on this. So yesterday, or over the weekend, and the story was, you know, starting Sunday, drivers across the province will pay more for a liter of gas as the first of four annual increases of the carbon tax kicks in. So the increase yesterday in B.C. added just over one cent a liter to the price of gasoline. Premier John Horgan says, quote, I don't believe the British Columbians begrudge that penny a liter when they know it's going toward making sure the future generations have an environment that's sustainable and a world that we all can live in. That's what he said yesterday regarding the price of gas. People don't mind paying more for gas. If the same John Horgan, just a week before that, was complaining about how expensive gasoline is and says, quote, I would certainly love to see the federal government take some leadership in that regard. Well, how can you have it both ways? How can you say that people don't mind paying that price of gasoline and at the same time the price of gasoline is so outrageous, we need the federal government to to look into the situation? You, You can't have it both ways. You know, And the answer is, and, and they had it to some extent in B.C., at least that was how the carbon tax was originally set up, was that increases would be offset by tax cuts elsewhere. I don't know if that's still happening under the uh, NDP in B.C. It's certainly not happening here in Alberta. And it's unfortunate because that's, that's the obvious solution. Even if carbon taxes need to go as high as Aaron Woodrick suggested, that would just mean deeper and deeper tax cuts elsewhere. That seems like the obvious way to go but not a lot of champions for that unfortunately 4039748255 is our number we are back with more right after this
0: afternoons with rob breckenridge starting at 1230 on news talk 770 calgary